This time around, I watched Making a Living from 1914. I decided to watch this one for exactly one specific reason, and it's because it's the first film which Charlie Chaplin appears in. And for that, it's noteworthy. But really, strictly on its own merit, it's a pretty forgettable film. If I had watched it back when it was new, I would not have identified Charlie Chaplin as the future giant star that he became. It runs for about 13 minutes, and it just kind of gallops along through a bunch of these loosely connected moments. And I would not have recognized Charlie Chaplin. If I didn't know going into it that this was Charlie Chaplin, he was the star, he looks kind of young and gawky. And for some reason, he kept reminding me of Prince, the 80s pop star. I think it's because he's got this head that's kind of too big for his body. He seems kind of short and slender. And I just, I don't know. I, I would not have known that was Charlie Chaplin. Although later that week, another movie came out with him in it that I've also, you know, I, I know what he looks like in that movie from the, the picture. And it looks just like Charlie Chaplin. So clearly it was just his his outfit. And it's his mustache too. Because I picture him with that toothbrush mustache that he would famously have through his whole career, I think. But this time he's got this kind of long, curved, I don't know, he looks more like a 70s disco daddy than uh, than Charlie Chaplin. Anyway, he spends the entire film sparring with Henry Lerman, who was the director of the film, but also the co-star. He played the nemesis in this. The film opens up, the two of them have this chance encounter on the sidewalk, Chaplin tries to borrow some money from Lerman. Lerman kind of brushes him off, and so they part ways. But they run into each other again a little later, because Chaplin, we followed him, he meets this girl, he proposes to her, she says yes, and then Lerman shows up, and we realize that he's been courting that same girl. So it's this weird coincidence, and they have this scuffle, and then they kind of get separated, and the girl's like kind of upset that this guy's beating up her new fiancé. So they, they go their separate ways again. And then Chaplin, realizing now that he's engaged, he needs a job, he sees a help wanted sign. He applies for a job as a newspaper reporter, gets in signed. And of course, Lerman is there because Lerman's a reporter for the same paper. And it's kind of like that. It's just these ridiculous coincidences where they keep putting these two guys together. So Lerman convinces the boss not to hire Chaplin. They kick him out. Later, Lerman is walking down the street. He sees a car crash. And he goes down, he takes some pictures, takes some notes. Chaplin, of course, happens to walk by and he grabs the notes and camera when Lerman's not looking, races off to the newspaper and he gives this exclusive interview about the, the car crash. And being that it's an old movie, of course, that's headline news, extra edition. Uh, meanwhile, Lerman shows up. And they have another fight because you know, he's mad that he stole his camera. He stole his story, basically. And of course, they bring in the Keystone Cops. This is a, a Keystone film picture. So of course, the Keystone cops had to make their obligatory appearance. And then there's this scuffle with civilians and the cops and Chaplin and Lerman. It's pretty crazy. I think at some point somebody might get stabbed. It was kind of hard to tell. And then the film ends with Chaplin and Lerman rolling around in the street fighting. A streetcar comes by and they get scooped up in the cowcatcher on the front of the thing. And that's how it ends. And it felt very haphazard. As I mentioned, it relied too heavily on coincidence to set up all the scenes. And Chaplin's not bad, but he's not great. I'll cut him some slack with this being his first picture. But like I said, if I had just seen this walking in a theater, I wouldn't have been like, hey, that's the next 
Max Linder, or that's that's the next Ford Sterling. I would have just said, oh, there's another comedian. The film came out February 2nd, 1914. I don't own a copy of this, so I had to watch it on YouTube. I shared the link in the text version of this podcast if you want to watch the same video I watched. Next, I'm going to watch Kid Auto Races at Venice, 1914, also directed by Henry Lerman, also starring Charlie Chaplin.